0: Y'all you know what time it is it is time for the pop-up podcast what is the pop-up podcast well let me tell you the pop-up podcast is a podcast that was founded by the three founding members of pop-up commons here in Omaha Nebraska our whole entire goal of this podcast is to bring in entrepreneurs who are in the local Omaha area and talk to them about their life love and experience doesn't matter what we talk about on the show it's a safe place We've had so much wisdom come on, and I'm so excited for this particular episode because it's going to be a little different. It's just me hosting, so I'm going to be talking the whole entire time along with my very special guest. With that being said, if you want to be a guest on the Pop-Up Podcast, please go to www.popupcommons.com backslash the Pop-Up Podcast and sign up. It's really easy. You just click the link. I have the pleasure of announcing a wonderful guest today. Her name is Lee Dunn and I just met her probably about 30ish minutes ago and she seems pretty spectacular. She owns a really cool business and I think a very helpful one, which you'll see how punny that is here in a second. So, with that being said, go ahead and introduce yourself, Lee, and tell us all about your amazing business and what it's called.
1: All right. Well, thanks for having me, Miranda. As she said, I'm Lee Dunn and I'm the founder and owner of Honeydew Handled LLC. It's a business I started in Omaha that is professional organizing and also I'm a personal assistant or household manager to many people in the area. So I'm actually from Omaha, Nebraska, born and raised. I did attend college in Southern California which was amazing, but all of our family here is in Nebraska, so we moved back to be with family. I did teach school for 13 years, and I love to write, play piano, work out, travel, cook. I do have three kids, a husband, and a really naughty sheep-a-doodle named Duke.
0: So, like, you're just, like, a professional superhero is what you are as well. I don't
1: know about that. I do also teach some graduate classes on the side, so I do get... That adult conversation sometimes when I taught little kids, it was nice to have adult conversation as well.
0: Yeah, I have two little kids at home. Having adult conversations are like an absolute must because otherwise you're just talking about like mac and cheese or farts. You yes, know? right? <laughs> or. or bluey or all of the things. Oh, yeah, Bluey. And then yeah. my daughter's really into Daniel Tiger right now. Have you ever oh, seen yes. that? Oh, yes. Agamaga. Yeah, it is. I, I actually like that one. That and Bluey, I can get on board with. Mm-hmm. Anything else, I'm like, this is just trash. This is like the I know. equivalent to trash TV. There's some
1: bad stuff out there.
0: So you say that you're a house manager. So can you explain to me a little bit more about what that is? Because I feel like that's like a newer term mm-hmm. in this past like two years since COVID.
1: Mm-hmm. So can I back up just a little bit and talk about why I named it Honey yes. Do Handled? Okay. Yes. And then I'll come back to that. So we all have those to-do lists on the weekends where it's like a honeydew list where life happens during the week and we're all super busy. And then you have a big list to do on the weekends. Well, we really want to have our weekends to rest and relax and get refreshed. And so I just thought, what better way to have someone just tackle that honeydew list for you? So, um, Yeah. And when I had, I had three babies in three years, so it kind of felt like triplets. And I just remember being a young mom and looking around my house and thinking, I need help. (laughs) I just need help. And I was fortunate enough to have family that would come in once in a while to load the dishwasher, wipe off the counters, throw in laundry, tidy up and be out the door. And it was just so helpful. But yes, so that's kind of where the name came from. And especially, I just feel like life can be really overwhelming just to work, and then you're running kids to activities as they get older, try to cook, clean, and just manage the house, and that's where I come in. So that's where Honeydew Handled came from. And so as far as the personal assistant household manager, that's a newer idea, I feel like, in the Midwest, because it's really popular on the coasts, and I feel like it's kind of working its way into the Midwest. And so it's a thing. So basically, I made a huge list of things that I've already done as a personal assistant. And what's been really fun is that I've been working with local entrepreneurs who are just super busy and just don't have that margin in their lives to do all the things. So I do lots of running errands for people. I run to the post office, return packages, do gift shopping and wrapping. I purchase moving supplies. So I've helped clients pack up their house, kind of declutter and organize and pack it up. Um, order and pick up flowers, order and pick up specialty food. So if it's like a charcuterie board for a party or pastries for the office, I'm able to do that. Uh, I've picked up plants um, both fall and winter, all of the holidays. It's been lots of fun. Decorating for the holidays. I was actually thinking about that on the way here because I was like I think I'm covered in glitter because I helped a client Take down all their Christmas decorations today. So I'm probably like have a nice dusting of glitter Yes, possibly I drop off donations. I picked up pet meds at the vet What's been really fun is I've been able to shop for fabric for reupholstery for some different furniture assist at parties at your home, which people wouldn't think of, but when you have people over, you're on, right? You're, like, also tending to the food and taking the trash out, but you're trying to also be social. Well, I can come in and do all of that so you can just relax and enjoy having friends or family over. Meal prep, including shopping for groceries. That's been a lot of fun because I love to cook.
0: So how do you find time... Okay, so I get that this is, is like, your business. Yes. But, like, how do you... (laughs) To me, all those items that you just listed, like that's overwhelming. Like, how do you find time with like your work-life balance with owning this business, mm-hmm. and you have kiddos at home, right? Mm-hmm. And balance- what does that look like? Yeah, yes. exactly.
1: So that's a great question. Thankfully, my kids are a little bit older and more independent now, so I'm kind of out of the throes of toddlerhood, club toddler when things were just hard and just really physically demanding and just mentally exhausting when they were little. So, and this is my full-time job now. So I took a year leave of absence from teaching. So I have different clients in the area where I might go to this family's home on Monday and they will leave me a list of da-da-da-da-da, you need to do all of these things. And everyone's been so amazing. Like, if I don't get to it, I don't get to it. So I do as much as I can and that a lot of time and then could come the following week as well. Does that make sense? Yeah, so,
0: like, you have, like, clients, like... Like, like you have like a client every day or like correct a, like they have yep. they have like scheduled lock times yes. okay
1: and some are just kind of hit and miss depending on their travel schedule and so since I'm also doing some professional organizing I can kind of filter in where those people can get their pantry organized or their kitchen organized as well does that
0: make sense absolutely okay because like I said all those things that you said as an entrepreneur myself like all of those things are things that like, oh yeah, it would just be nice to have somebody just just to do right? that. like it's right. really cool just to do that. And like I have a personal assistant, mm-hmm. but she like helps with everything.
1: It is. It's kind of the jack of all trades. But I've also one thing that I did was really fun was I put some kids' artwork into digital files because everyone has tubs and tubs and tubs of their kids' artwork, right? So it's kind of nice to have that into a digital book. Tidy, do laundry, declutter. I work with a lot of people who are trying to sell their home. So I've moved a lot. So I kind of figured out the whole staging thing and clearing space off the floor and maximizing your square footage. And so that's been fun to declutter and help kind of stage for homes. Pack, unpack. And then organizing just different areas of your home. I, like, as I said, I could do closets, pantries, things like that.
0: Which is your favorite? Like, if you had to pick one room, which is your favorite to declutter or organize?
1: I really like doing pantries. Isn't that so cheesy? Just like having all the spices aesthetically organized and bins. Not that everything has to be super perfect, but I really like organizing pantries. You'd be surprised how much expired food I find.
0: I would not be surprised. my My mom is a is an is a hoarder. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah. We, growing up, we could play this game where we could go in or go to the basement or go to the mm-hmm. like pantry and be like, "All right, let's find let's find the one that's the oldest. It's who's it gonna game. <laughs> What are we gonna find?" All uh, jokes aside, you know. How long, like, do a lot of your systems that you have in place, do they Mm -hmm. stay that way or do you see yourself, like, going back, like, quarterly or, like, weekly with most clients?
1: So, I do offer maintenance as well just because life happens and decluttering is really just more of a habit than just kind of a one-time thing. So, I've had clients who I've gone and organized their kids' bedrooms and things. And then they say, I need you to come back and do this kiddo's room again. So I try to teach systems of organizing. So I really would prefer having the client alongside me so I can kind of teach systems as we go. That's not always how it happens. And so sometimes I go in and I organize and I I just wrote a blog post on this actually. But we divide things into four sections, either keep, sell, donate, or trash. And I can deal with that. Usually selling is like, I often have to ask, do you really have the mental capacity to deal with that right now, like to post things on Marketplace or whatever? And oftentimes, if they've hired me, the answer is no. So that stuff can go to donations as well. So yes, organizing systems, it's just kind of depends on how well they're being maintained. And again, life happens, there could be some grief or loss in the family. And I get that Some people may just be surviving. So there's a lot of grace there. I also work with kids and teens to try to teach them them systems as well, just because they're more than capable to keep their space organized.
0: Oh, absolutely. My three-year-old is more than capable of picking up her toys. Yes. With that being said, we do something special here on the podcast where we pull affirmation card, and you pulled an affirmation card, and you're talking about all these things for, like, organizing and doing this and doing that. And I think the card really fits kind of what your goal is, and I'll want you to talk about it here in a second, like kind of what this affirmation card means to you. But the affirmation card is, today I am calm, today my mind is open, and I am at peace with who I am. So, with that affirmation card, you and I were talking kind of pre-getting on this podcast about how you help people get to that calm. So I'm very interested to hear what you have to say about that and kind of like your methodology or methodology behind that.
1: Yes. So that's my goal is I want people to feel calm once I've been in their home. I want to leave their home a more calm and peaceful place. In fact, every client I go to, I offer a coffee or a smoothie or fresh flowers that I can bring to them just so that they feel loved and that I've served them well just because I remember being a young mom and just thinking, I just want someone to come pick up for me and bring me a latte. So I try to just encourage them that well, that way. And I just feel like stuff equals stress. So the more stuff that's around your home, the more stressed out you're gonna feel. And so I deal with a lot of clients who have anxiety or depression, and when there's lots of clutter that can really magnify that aspect of their life. So I know Professional organizing goes a lot deeper than just stuff, right? So as you said, hoarding, I'm not a mental health professional. And so I have people in the area that I could refer hoarders to. But I do help people who have like lost a loved one, lost a child. That was a really difficult client, but amazing to be able to serve that family. Senior transitions, people who are transitioning into a nursing home and just need help knowing what do I take downsizing. So people who are now empty nesters and have, their kids are gone and what are we going to do? We're packing for college. If someone just had a surgery and needs help just getting their house back on track. As I said, moms with young kids, lots of neurodivergent clients who just have ADHD or ADD who just need some help. With that focus, I try to make really simple systems that they could possibly adhere to. So, yeah, lots and lots of ways to just create calm in your home. I feel like people are embarrassed that they have a cluttered home or that their house is a mess. And guess what? I have those days, too. And so I never want a client to feel like they have to pick up or tidy before I come to their home. Because, again, that's just life. Let me come in and do my thing and then hopefully leave your home a much calmer place. That's
0: awesome. So... Is there, so is there like a line that, like, you were talking about how you're not a mental health professional, so like mm-hmm. you can't necessarily help people with hoarding, mm-hmm. but is there like a line that like you can't cross or like if you, you go to a client, is there like is there like a system that you tell whether or not you can help somebody mm-hmm. or not or if it's beyond you?
1: Yes. So I do consults and sometimes I do FaceTime consults or in-home consults depending on the project size. And so I can just tell a lot from those consults. But if it does feel like it's beyond my scope, like if it's not a safe or sanitary environment for me to work in, then I will refer them out. So I can usually tell within a few minutes just with how we're communicating and just the scope of the project and the space if it's too much, if I do need to, to reach out to other local organizers, then I will do so.
0: That's awesome. And if you guys are listening, uh, a key takeaway, putting on my Camille hat here, a key takeaway with that is is not every client is your client. And it's very mm-hmm. important as an entrepreneur that you kind of know that line. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people struggle with knowing, like, what is what is their, or who is their client and who mm-hmm. is not. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people just try to take everything and anything, no matter how mm-hmm. good, bad, or ugly it is. They they struggle with that, and it's awesome to see that you know you know that. Like even, how, right. how long have you been doing this? I
1: actually just started this last spring in April. So I'm fairly new, but I've always been an organizer. I mean, my dad always teased me that I'm always putting labels on everything, and I am. But yes, I feel like there's some real wisdom in that as far as being able to refer out and just to reach out for help and people in your industry just to bounce ideas off each other or just knowing someone else is more uh, capable of tackling that project.
0: Yeah, and here at PopUp, we're a really big supporter of, like, community over competition. Mm-hmm. And just as an entrepreneur myself, like... There's enough out there for everybody to eat, and it's so much better when everybody comes together to refer other people. Like, we refer other venues all the time, whether, you know, we're too small or too big. And as an organizer, you know, you want to help everybody that you can, I assume, because that's why you got into the business. Yes. So hindering somebody, you know, from getting the help that they need, it's good that you have those people in your back pocket. and. You also utilize that. That's a really good takeaway for a lot of entrepreneurs. Is make sure that when you are in your industry, that you're reaching out to other people in your industry as well and sharing mm-hmm. like best practices. You know, you don't have to give everybody your secret sauce, but mm-hmm. talking about just the different issues that arise or maybe creative solutions is really important. Mm-hmm. And
1: I feel like. You can really tell if you're going to gel well with your client. And if you feel like things are off, I I even say I want you to see if I'm a good match for you just because you want to have that good, positive working relationship. So I feel like that's really important as well.
0: I think that's kind of like I, and I think that's hard for some people to say sometimes like they don't like me or. You right. I right. I always say I'm not everybody's cup of tea, but I'm somebody's cup of coffee and I got a lot of energy. <laughs> so be prepared. You know? I love
1: that. I love that.
0: And as an entrepreneur, like not everybody is gonna vibe or gel with right, you.
1: Right. And that's okay. Absolutely okay. Right. I did wanna say I listened to one of your podcasts and just talking about what you said about community. It was really awesome. You just said that you're not in this alone and it takes a village. Yes. So I just want to encourage people out there. I feel like in our society, people come home and they pull in their driveway and they open the garage and they get out and they shut their garage and go into their homes. And we're kind of expected to just do life on our own with, okay, parenting or marriage or running a household or trying to have a career and a household and a family when really all of that can be overwhelming And so I just appreciate that that's one of your values and one of those things that you talk about is that community is huge. And yes, it does take a village and especially when you're overwhelmed with clutter and the state of your home, that you're not isolated. And so that's, if you listen to anything today, just know that I'm saying this to you is that you are isolated and there is help out there and it'd be a privilege to serve you in your home.
0: Absolutely. And the reason I'm such a big contender of that. Is I was isolated for so long, and I thought Mm -hmm. that that that's the way that I needed to be. I thought that I needed to buck up, do this on my own, do this for myself. Like, even as you're growing, right, as an entrepreneur, as a person in general, Mm -hmm. you could not get there by yourself. Right. No matter how much you want to say, oh, I'm self made, I'm this, I'm that. Right. You can't. You really need people in your corner. You really need to reach out when you do need help, and I think that's like one of the hardest things for people to say is I need help. Mm -hmm. And the first time I ever did that was when I met Rosa, who's one of the co-founders here. I knew I needed friends. I was going to a therapist and she's like, you need to stop isolating yourself. We talk about therapy a lot on Mm -hmm. this podcast. I love it. It's great. It's for everyone. Yes. And I was going to a therapist and she's like, you really need to stop isolating yourself and you need to put yourself out there and get friends. And mm-hmm. as an adult, it
1: is hard. It is hard to make friends as an adult. It's hard. You go up to
0: somebody and say, like, hey, you want to hang out? And they think you're but weird. What kind of music do you listen <laughs> to? Okay. <laughs> you know, it's not like kindergarten anymore where you share the blue
1: crayon and you're friends for life. Like, I know. It, I know. It takes so much effort.
0: And then, you know, there's so many things that you have to navigate. And there's like a whole, like the whole politics of it all, the whole bureaucracy of it all,
1: mm-hmm. you know.
0: And then, also, like with social media and stuff like that, like you don't know who you can trust and what's real and what's not, because yes. there's a lot of stuff out there that you're just like, okay, that's that's creepy or mm-hmm. that's weird, and, yes. and that's one of the reasons like we open pop up is we wanted to create many villages, we wanted to mm-hmm. create many communities because, uh, you know. Not that churches aren't great, you know, Mm -hmm. they're for some people, but there's some people who don't have a religion or they don't, they don't want to go to church. And there's, there's not very many places that just genuinely offer community.
1: Right. I love that you're doing that.
0: And so we have, like, support groups and stuff like that here. And, mm-hmm. you know, I encourage anybody to come into my office and come just talk to me. Dude, I'm lonely, like, 24-7, 365. Like, <laughs> if you come talk to me for five minutes, I'll talk to you for two hours.
1: I love it. I love it.
0: But that's that's one of those things that I think people forget is how hard it is to just, like, ask. But it, mm-hmm. that village is necessary in order for you to just grow. Mm-hmm. And... In business, especially small business owners, like, you're not going to get anywhere if you keep trying to do stuff by yourself, because you need Mm-mm. clientele, you need people who want to utilize you, because fact of the matter is, is if you can't build a relationship, your small business is going to crumble.
1: Right, right.
0: Because it's not just about your product. No, you know? not at all. It's about the relationship.
1: It's so much more about relationships. I was even doing Christmas cards for some of my clients. And it was so fun to even just address them because I was just thinking of our time together and how, I mean, they almost become friends because your clients are just such a big part of your life for so long. And you know that they've just created change in their home and it's been really cool to see that. But what you were saying about social media, man, it can be so isolating. And I feel like so many people are just like hiding in social media or just spending so much time on technology and in front of screens that having this Face to face is so healthy, and that's amazing that you're doing that here, where people can actually come, have real people, real conversations, and that's—I'm sure—just changing many lives.
0: I hope so. That's that's the ultimate goal, like, and you you can't be, like I guess me. I I get energized by talking to people. Mm-hmm. Like I get like this little spark under me, and I'm like I can take on the world. <laughs> but not everybody's like that. Some people are the opposite. But at the end of the day, you know, y- you have to be able to count on someone, you know. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people don't have a very good home life. Or, like, when you look on social media, I sh- like, me personally, like, I try to be as approachable as possible. Yes. Which, double-edged sword. <laughs> okay. Sometimes, you are who you are, and I love that. Uh, sometimes when I'm out in public, I don't want to talk to people. That's okay. But, but because I'm so accessible, I'm accessible. But... Right. I don't want anybody to ever feel like they can't reach out. Mm -hmm. And and Mm -hmm. with businesses like yours, it's amazing what you do because I know how necessary something like that is. And, you know, I was completely isolated, pregnant and having two kids. I didn't know what a doula was. I don't even know you know what a doula is. Oh, yes, I know. I didn't have one of those. I wish I would have had one of those. Now I know like 30 of them, you know. It's amazing. Yeah. And then, like an organizer or a house manager, who knew that something like that even existed, or it's even something that you can purchase, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And it's hard. And I have two dollars at home. I have a three and a two year old. And I'm going to tell you, my house looks like five tornadoes went through it. And then I'll clean it up, and it'll look pretty. And then there's five tornadoes again. Mm-hmm. So it's just like an endless, an endless thing. Yes. And. If you don't have somebody, like, I'm grateful I have my mom. Like, my mom is spectacular. I have my dad. Mm-hmm. I'm grateful for both of them being there to to help. And, like, all my friends and family. Like, I know that there's not a problem that my village cannot fix.
1: Right.
0: right. I, I know there's lots of problems that I can't fix. Yes. But there's no problem that my village can't fix. Right. And another reason we did this podcast is because we want people to find these resources and get connected Mm -hmm. and you know i put you in the beginning of this i put your big card in the book of business right and we have this giant book of just resources Mm -hmm. that people can access that they may not think about some of them are free some of them cost but at the end of the day you would never know it existed unless they put themselves out there and made themselves visible right that's awesome which is what this is about. It's just a giant billboard to make everybody visible and it's everybody seen. And with decluttering and things like that, do you, do you, is your main clientele, like, your typical, like, stay-at-home mom or active mom, or is it more entrepreneurs? Who is your ideal client?
1: A little bit of everything. So I've had, I guess, it doesn't matter to me who I work with, so I wouldn't say I have an ideal client, but... I've worked with someone who lost their husband. I've worked with clients who have special needs children. So that demands a lot of just emotional attention. And so, you know, the home can just go by the wayside. So that's been cool to be able to serve those families. Some stay-at-home moms, for sure. Um, Career moms who are out in the workplace or even working remotely from home, but they just want help at their home. Some people just need back or help packing or unpacking their homes. So kind of a little bit of everything. Like the list I was reading, I was thinking, wow, I've actually done a lot of these types of homes already. So yeah, it's been pretty amazing just to see the whole gamut of people in need in the Omaha metro area.
0: What has been like your most rewarding situation that you've like come across in your I'm being a declutterer. Yes, I would
1: say, so I have a family member, and I know she would not care that I'm sharing this. It's been really fun. We're kind of doing a whole house reset, and so that is one of the packages that I offer. And so going from room to room, and it's been really cool to just see more peace in the home, especially I feel like the kitchen is kind of the hub of the home, right? When you're having busy mornings, trying to get off to school, and you need your pantry organized and you need your kitchen organized Mm -hmm. with everything in kind of a logical place we were able to do that and she just said oh my goodness the mornings are running so much more smoothly so that's just been a big encouragement to me and we're still working through her house and i was able to help decorate for christmas and things like that but it's been really rewarding just because i've seen the whole house kind of slowly and surely come together and then sometimes we have to circle back around and revisit some spaces but for the most part it's been really neat to just see that life can run more smoothly with an organized space
0: well and i actually do which is ironic because i do not research who's coming on the talk show i literally just show up and just want everybody to be aware of that um (laughs)
1: I love that.
0: Who I, knows? I literally just made a video this morning about how I'm like resetting mentally, and one of the things yes. I'm doing is I'm going room by room in my house, and I'm I'm resetting my mm-hmm. house. But also, when um, something really bad happened a while back, one of my friends named Camille, so one of the co-founders, she actually paid somebody to come and just fix my kitchen because mm. my house just kind of broke right my husband had left me and I didn't know really what to do and I was overwhelmed and Mm -hmm. one of the greatest gifts somebody has ever given me was that Mm -hmm. and my kitchen is still has the systems to this day yeah, I my son that. likes to remove crap from the drawers. But All right. they have a place. Yes. And I've been able to keep those systems and that was like one of the things that kinda helped me like bounce back. Like mm-hmm. I was talking to you about like my fifteen minute problems. Like a problem mm-hmm. has to be solved in fifteen minutes. Mm-hmm. And that was one of those things that truly did help. Like what people in your industry do and what you do mm-hmm. is so valuable. And I will never forget, get, like, what happened. I will never, ever be, like, as grateful or I'm so grateful for, like, everything that happened. And that particular organizer, I'm so grateful for what she did because it like I could have just broken down and just continued to cry and, and not mm-hmm. figured anything out. But no, like, I was able to pick myself back up because she just put something like, right back in that place. So, wow. back to that village. Like, yeah. had that village member not not helping yes. out, maybe I would still be on that kitchen floor crying right now. Yeah, And that's not amazing. in the place that I'm at right in this moment. Mm-hmm.
1: And so. that's a testament for just how valuable it is for reaching out for community and for help, and how systems really are helpful. Even if it's not just a huge system, just have the fact that you had a friend reach out and purchase that organization package and kind of give you that reset and that boost of I can do this I'm going to thrive that's a big deal and I do offer gift certificates because I have had people reach out to just say I really want to gift this to somebody just because I know they're going through a hard time or this or that I offer that as well
0: and it's also like a nice distraction and it's like when you're going through like one of the hardest like a hard situation right it's a nice distraction because Everything in your power, you you want to focus on that hard come like the hardship, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. then you get something exciting coming in. Oh, we got to put things where they need to go, and then or maybe you're you're unsure about it because that's kind of how I was. I'm like, I don't know where any of this is. Right. The person that did it literally just went in there and just started doing stuff for me. Mm-hmm. And then after she kind of got it to where she thought, she started asking me questions, and like my mood literally, like I could feel it change. That's awesome. 100% could feel it change because it went from, oh, this is so daunting mm-hmm. and you're never going to be able to do this to, okay, well, this is going where? This is going where?
1: It's so great to be able to verbally process with someone. And a lot of that is what it is, especially going through a closet. It's just another set of eyes, right? So right. I might say,
0: hey, you know what,
1: that that jacket's a little tattered or I see a hole there or it looks a little outdated. So it's kind of nice to just verbally process and do that process together.
0: Absolutely. Well, do you have any like final thoughts? Like this has been an amazing podcast. I appreciate you so much coming on the show and talking with me and I I love I love organizers. I think everybody everybody should at least hire one one time just to like get everything where it needs to go.
1: It is so fun. I guess just a couple of things. So, one, you can follow me on Facebook and Instagram both handles are at honeydewhandled and I do lots of fun stuff I do giveaways I've given away coffee gift cards chipotle gift cards a free organizing session and then free coffee smoothies that I'll deliver to you so yeah that's exciting so follow me and then also just to close with this quote I thought this was really profound have nothing in your house that you do not know to be useful or believe to be beautiful by William Morris So just think, just because we do have so much clutter, and as I said, decluttering is more of a habit. It's just not a one-time thing. If you have something that you keep moving around your home and you're asking yourself, why do I still have this? It's okay to throw it away. I give you permission to just throw it away.
0: But it could be useful. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Throw it away, Miranda!
1: No, I will never push or judge or shame. I just might gently encourage you to give it another home.
0: I feel personally attacked in every <laughs> right now.
1: Stop, um, stop,
0: stop. Thank you so much. And with that being said, if nobody has told you guys today, you are enough.